The process is defining what is ultimately within your control. In our world, in the sport of CrossFit, it's five things. It's your nutrition, your sleep, your training, um, your recovery, and your mindset. If you can maximize those five things while ignoring everything else, then you're really going to be able to move your performance level in terms of your ability. If you have better ability, now you have the option to run zone. You have the option to run the ball. You have the option to throw the ball deep. Without the the skill sets there, you don't have those options. You got to do what you're capable of. What confidence is has nothing to do with winning or the leaderboard. What confidence is, is knowing that you giving your best efforts is enough. Good. Good. All right, sir. How are you? Good. Um, talking today, or I wanted to talk to you today about something that I've heard you reference in the past, and I know it's it's a big sort of underpinning of um, the book, is this idea of the development of a champion, mm-hmm. um, and that it is significantly deeper than uh, who's the best athlete, for example, mm-hmm. or who works the hardest, or, you know, it's, it's, it's complicated isn't the right word. Maybe complex is, is a better word for it. Um, and so I thought we'd sort of dive into what that what that means and what that looks like to you um, as a coach um, of high-level athletes and then maybe even just as a coach of, I don't want to say normal people, but people who aren't Katrin. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe what, is, what does that mean, the development of a champion? So I, I take a... Um a kind of four tiered approach to the development of a champion or development of my athletes or development of fill in the blank, a mom or a salesperson or whoever it is. The first thing that which most people focus on is ability. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm sorry, is um even before ability is the thing that most people focus on is the strategy or the game plan, right? In our world in CrossFit, it's are you going to do 30 muscles, 30 muscles for time? Are you doing 10 sets of three? You can do it in 30 singles. You can do it in uh, three sets of 10. You do five sets of six. How are you going to go about it? And everyone talks about that. And like, oh, I wish I had gone on broken. I wish I hadn't put the bar down. I think quick singles have been better. I should have faster transitions. I should have pushed the row and gone slower on the burpees. And, and we get done with the workout. That's what people focus on. Is it important? Yes. Is it the most important thing? No. And in order to do and have those options, you have to have a certain prerequisite level of ability. So that's the second thing, is that if you wanna go three sets of 10 on muscle-ups, guess what you have to be able to do? Three sets of 10 on Mm muscle-ups. It's like, you have to have a certain level of ability to be able to do those things. So what most people are doing in the gym is trying to get better ability. That means bigger clean and jerks, faster mile times, better skills and um, technique and more unbroken chest to bar pull-ups. And then when they go on the workout, they try and figure out what's the right game plan in terms of pacing or breaking things up. And that's really the totality for most people. That's really where it begins and ends is, can I get stronger, fitter, faster, better conditioned, better flexibility, better agility, all the 10 components of fitness, and then can I strategize appropriately? Mm-hmm. In another sport in football, it would be, should we go with a ground and pound or should we try to um, you could do a wide open West Coast offense? Should we um, play a, um, a, a, a zone blitz or should we play man to man? 
that's the, the strategy of the game piece. And then what they do every day in practice is try to get fitter, faster, stronger, lift more weights, run faster 40 times. But to me, there's something that's way more important to that, which is, and we've talked a little bit about this and the book dives way into this, is the process. And the process is defining what is ultimately within your control. In our world, in the sport of CrossFit, it's five things. It's your nutrition, your sleep, your training, um, your recovery, and your mindset. If you can maximize those five things while ignoring everything else, then you're really going to be able to move your performance level in terms of your ability. If you have better ability, now you have the option to run zone. You have the option to run the ball. You have the option to throw the ball deep. Without the the skill sets there, you don't have those options. You got to do what you're capable of. That process of really diving into those controllables is not as easy as it sounds. It's not just a matter of like, okay, so I will sleep, I will eat, I will train, and I will um, recover. It's a lot deeper than that. It's in terms of, um, pick one, of nutrition. Mm -hmm. It's, are you eating super clean? The foods that, you know, so a guy that does this really well to go outside of our sport again is Tom Brady, mm-hmm. right? He's a guy that's dialed in one of the controllables, which is nutrition. He has a gallon of water a day. And because of that, he doesn't think he can get sunburned. <laughs> you know, if we read his book or whatever. But he doesn't have, he's created a, um, a list of all the um, pro-inflammatory foods, things that we probably wouldn't look at. People have heard like nightshade. So things like peppers and tomatoes and eggplant and goji berries and things that um, cause higher inflammation for him like strawberries. He eliminates those from his diet. This is, I mean, like, it's not just a matter of I will eat clean, I won't have fast food and I'll say no to the cookies. It's how deep can you dive into this and take care of control, everything in your control. So you list out what those things are, training, nutrition, recovery, sleep, and mindset. What's everything that's within your control and then maximize your minutes in every single one of those things. Well, that's really, really freaking hard. Like really, really hard. Yeah. It's a point where it's an impossibility for most people. I should say it back, to do it perfectly, it's an impossibility for everybody. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Even Tom Brady, even Katrin, like it's not there. So in order to get as close to that perfection as possible, in order to chase excellence every single day, no pun intended, <laughs> nice little plug, what we need to do is develop the proper character traits inherent in everybody. So it's things like building up grit and resiliency. So when you do fail and you're going to fail, you're going to get injured. You're not going to hit the progressions on some day. You're going to get no for an answer. You're going to throw an interception. When those things happen, can you get back up and go with everything you have? Toughness, um, coachability, humility, hunger, drive, dedication. All of those things have their place. Now, what most people do is skip that step. Ah, it's the soft skills. And because they're soft skills, they don't matter. And because it doesn't matter, they can't dig into the process. They just check the box and say, yep, I went to the gym for four hours today. Yep, I paid attention to what I ate, but they're not diving into it. And because of that, they're not maximizing their ability. They're not getting as strong as they can, as fit as they can. They're not uh, maximizing their longevity in the sport. And because they're not doing that, they don't have the option of, being a 41-year-old quarterback and be able to throw the 40-yard out down the sidelines. Peyton Manning, when he turned 40, he couldn't throw it more than 15 yards. 
It's, it wasn't because he didn't want to, it's because he lost the ability to. You know, when we want to get to the games, we want to have an opportunity to, should we sprint this one? Should we back off? We want to build that because we have the options of it, not because we have to. So said the other way is the first thing we want to focus on above all else is the development of character. Mm -hmm. Then from there, we will focus on the process. What's the definable characteristics inside of your given task? That leads to the ability to, um, to, that leads to greater ability. Uh, which then leads to the um, an option for different performance strategies. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. It's like, take something like um, being positive. Like being positive, most people look at it and they're just like, whatever. Like that's just a soft skill. It doesn't mean anything. Well, what we found through research for across a multitude of fields, whether it's classical violinists, ER doctors, CrossFit Games athletes, or NBA free throw shooters is people that have a positive mindset are better. Mm-hmm. They are more likely to be successful because they see opportunities in a bright future. You know, it's, it's even, you know, Victor Frankl's like man search for meaning. What he said is people that were not optimistic, that lost hope, literally it's to the point where your body dies, literally your body dies within 48 hours. He's seen, he watched it happen. People would hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. All of a sudden they heard that their wife had been sent to the gas chambers and within 48 hours, they're dead. Positivity and is that important to the point where it will make you go farther, stronger, faster, harder. It's not a soft skill as are any of one of those things. So let's develop those things. And the way we develop them is by paying super close attention to them. If somebody complains during a workout, that's not allowed. There's no whining, no complaining, no excuses ever. You know, we have bracelets that we snap, if literally if you make a complaint, because we know how detrimental it is. That's where this championship development starts is positivity, is grit, is resilience. And we got to make sure that we are not skipping that step in favor of, I'm going to clean and jerk 225 today. As if they can, as if you can outwork, you know, all of the other layers. Yeah. So what as you said in the beginning was like, enough. yeah, yeah. What you said in the beginning was it's like people focus on athleticism and performance and working hard. Yeah. Those are the things that are created because of these things. Here's the deal. It's like, there's not that much difference in terms of the amount of time people are spending in the gym from regional level athletes to the games level athletes. There's not. Everyone's spending like four to six hours in the gym training. So what's the difference? Why are some people seeing so much bigger results than others? It's up here. Mm-hmm. It's the character traits that some people are focusing on, other people's aren't. Now, I'm not saying go to the gym and you have to smile and laugh and it's sunshine and rainbows. No, you can go in with determination. You can go in with grit. You can go with toughness. You can go in with you know, a chip on your shoulder. It's You work towards your competitive advantages of who you are. But those are all great competitiveness, like ultra mean, like real competitiveness, like Kobe Bryant, like the black mamba type stuff, like flipping a character trait upon yourself to make you have that character trait. It's that important where people are creating alter egos to make sure that they have those character traits of a champion. Mm -hmm. It's the the thing that drives everything else. Where where does, uh, where do people start in that development process? Awareness, 
self-awareness, um, self-awareness, and then the approach towards self-mastery mm-hmm. are the two things. So it's, um, and you, one, you can't have one without the other, right? You can't master yourself without being aware. And, um, you can't have a certain level of awareness without trying, without tipping the needle towards mastery. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of what is your mindset when you are in the gym and listening to the voice inside your head. And is it, um, are you proud of that voice? Is it, uh, if there was, if that voice was displayed over a loudspeaker, would you be proud of what it was saying? If that voice inside your head was actually the coach, would he be a good coach and would you hire him when you wouldn't want to work with him or not? Mm-hmm. You know, from there, it's can you start to pay attention to those voices? And if every time you go in the gym, you're not excited about what's going on, you feel like the other girls or guys are better, you feel like it's not your day, well, you're going to have those days every now and then. Mm-hmm. And then now it's time to suck it up, have a mantra, flip the switch and know that you can change those things. The only thing that you have control over in your life, we can talk about like you have control of your training. You talk about you have control of your nutrition. You don't. Really. You have control over your choices. Mm-hmm. That's it. You have control over your reactions, your choices, and the decisions you make. Everything else is a subsequent result of your choices. Mm-hmm. Do you, so when you say, you know, the the five things that, an athlete has control over um, and you sort of, you talk about, you know, Tom Brady is an example of somebody who maximizes every, every one of those aspects. How do you, do you recommend literally sitting down and saying like, what are the things that I'm in control of and like write them down, yeah, not write them down, whatever. But like, how do you actually get a sense of, cause it's easy to say, okay, yep. Those five things. Got it. But those five things are like, those are a mile deep if you yes. really get into it. Yes. So how do you actually like start to corral those five things so that you have a really good, so bringing in that awareness of like when you are presented with that, you're like, okay, yep, that's within my control or subsequently that's that's not in my control. So let's let's dig into one. Let's talk, let's talk about sleep. So this is what you want to do with the sleep one. Most people are like, okay, I understand that sleep is important. And by the way, just as a disclaimer, it's incredibly important. Yeah. In terms of um, health, it's a number two factor after nutrition, before training, mm-hmm. before working out. So if you have the option of like getting up early or go to the gym or sleeping and getting, you know, at least seven hours, sleep and get the seven hours. Right. It's really, it's that more, it, in terms of hormonal and longevity and um, it's really important. So if sleep is something you want to maximize, let's talk about it. Let's see, let's talk about some of those factors. Most people are like, okay, I want to get seven to nine hours. If I get that, check the box. It's good. Well, are you measuring the quality of your sleep? If you're not, that's a good place to start. Get a a wearable device. Yeah, they're they're all out there. And then from there, let's talk about some of the nightly routine stuff that we can start to do. A lot of people are like, I can drink caffeine. It doesn't affect me whatsoever. Well, let's start with like, don't have any caffeine after noon. Then from there, let's make sure we don't have any blue light. So screens, cell phone, TVs, or computers two hours before bed. Let's create a nightly routine where we are unwinding ourselves slowly down, just like you would slowly wind yourself up for a workout. We slowly wind ourselves down by doing things like Epsom salt baths, um, reading, meditation, um, white noise, total blackout, 
um, a cool room, the right pillows. These things add up to be really important, powerful stuff. If you have trouble sleeping, don't sit there, lie awake in bed, staring at the ceiling. You're creating a uh, a routine where that is what you, where you're raising stress and cortisol levels while lying in the place that's supposed to be your sanctuary. If you are having trouble sleeping, get up, walk into another room, sit in a big easy chair, start to read. When you get tired, go back to bed and then sleep in your bed. Like you want to create these nightly routines to make sure that you are maximizing the quality, not just the quantity of your sleep. That's literally what I would do is like, let's, okay, if sleep is important to me, let's start digging. It's really easy. Just pull up a couple of blogs about yeah. sleep <laughs> and you figure out these strategies really quickly in terms of what it means. So every single morning, get up at the same time. It's like you can get up by this natural light that have, that have these alarm clocks that are not buzzers anymore. They wake you up the way that you, the natural circadian rhythms of the sun and everything else. Like let's start to dial in and maximize these things. If they can move the needle for you in 1% over a year, do you know how big that is? Like our field, our sport gets better 5% every year. If you can get 1% of that just from sleeping, well, that's, if everyone's getting 5%, you get 5% of the gym orally. Now you're at 6%. Like you just moved up. If you were in the middle of the pack in the open last year, you just moved up like 10,000 spots. I'm making up these numbers, <laughs> but really, I mean, if there's, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge factor. You might get, better immune system, better recovery, more time to work out, higher intensities. It's like, so it's really easy. Find the factors. Let's find sleep. Let's just list out some of these things that are going to be meaningful and help me sleep. And let's start to see if we can start to chunk these off. I've done this with, I do this with my athletes where we define what these things are. Here's the process. And we have 10 measurables for each yeah. one of these things. And you click them off every day. By the way, no one's ever gotten a perfect day. Yeah. You don't need to have a perfect day. You know, 50 things in a day perfectly, it's, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. But can you get 35 of them, 48 of them, 37 of them? You know, hopefully we're over 25 of them. You know, that's a really measurable way to say how close am I getting to what I, I deem as a perfect day. Yeah. I think what's really important there is the... A lot of people can say, yeah, I eat well, or I eat clean, or yeah, I, I get plenty of sleep. This is, you know, like when you ask someone a question, when you ask someone a question, how do you eat? You know what everyone's response is? How do you eat? No, so now I'm too self-conscious yeah. to give you an answer. <laughs> pretty, my, pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. It's everyone's answer. What, and yeah. pretty good <clears throat> is, like I say pretty good, and I, I, went, I went 12 years without having a, a cheat at all. Yeah. And it's pretty good because I know that it's not perfect. Yeah. And other people say pretty good because- and they might have pizza every night with a bag of Cheetos on the side. Yeah. But to them, it's still pretty good. Everyone's <laughs> answer is pretty good. So it's yeah. all relative. Yeah. So I think sure. this is kind of leading to what you're saying. Interrupted. Yeah, no, it's okay. I was just saying the what's what feels really important to me is is going the extra mile beyond, yeah, I, I sleep enough or I all those things you just said for sleep. Like most people don't go through that checklist and say, how do I actually optimize it? Most people are like, I'm, I just try to get to bed before midnight. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like that somehow feels like credit, whereas, but if you actually really look at this and say, how, are you, how can you actually maximize your sleep? You have to go through that list and saying, okay, am I doing everything possible? Yeah, well, you don't have to go through that list. Let's take a step back and what is it that you're trying to accomplish? Mm -hmm. 
If you're trying to be the world's fittest athlete, yes, mm -hmm. you have to go through that process. This is a major, major mover in terms of trying to be the most conditioned athlete in the world, right? That's a huge thing. But if your goal and your overall objective is to be a really good dad, that's not going to happen. Like it's that's not part of the you maximizing your sleep may or may not be one of the most important things for you. For me, like I stay up to because I want to spend time with my family mm -hmm. and I read my kids books. And then after that, I hang out with my wife and the older kids. And because of that I'm up later than I should, mm -hmm. I'm purposely making that sacrifice. I'm not catching and I'm not trying right. to win the CrossFit games. Right. So it depends on what the goals are. So in my five circles of what's in my life, and I, sometimes it's three circles, sometimes it's whatever it is, what are the controllables that I'm looking for? Sleep is one of those, but it's not one of the things I'm trying to maximize and get yep. all 10 of those things every single night. Yep. I'm saying I'm going to, I'm trying to get the seven hours and I'm not going to be, it, it depends on what you're trying to yeah. chase and accomplish. Mm -hmm. So what of the, of those of the five things that, you know, are within our control. And I know that they're sort of athlete biased, but mm -hmm. what are the ones that you pay attention to the most? Personally? Yeah. Um, I do pay attention to sleep, but I have one metric for sleep and it's the total number of hours. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, um, that's all I'm trying to do with that. So I'm measuring so it. Try to hit the number of hours. Yeah. So for. for me, I've, um, I've defined my life in other factors. It's not for Katrin, her life is, Training, nutrition, sleep, recovery, yeah. it is mindset, rinse, wash, repeat. <laughs> yeah. That's her life, yeah. right? My life is and different. It's, <laughs> and selfies. It's, it's, yeah. Selfies. yeah. My life is um, my family, yeah. leadership. Um, so sharing things and coaching athletes, uh, learning. I want to I want to continue to learn new things. So it's reading and research. Um it's uh, my own health, my life. Um, so that's where training yep. and nutrition and sleep come in. But they're that's a, that's a, they're a subset of a subset. Mm. They're not a major category. So the five that Catherine's working with are all inside of one of my ca five categories. Right, right. So mine are live, love, learn, lead, and leave a legacy. Mm. So I have five to ten measurables for each one of those things mm. I'm trying to do. So. And it's the same basic process that we talked about for sleep or nutrition, but for exactly the other the important things that you that I'm going to define the measurables that I'm going to do to try to maximize my life. Then I'm going to try to maximize my love, try to maximize my ability to leave a legacy, and I want to make sure that I'm doing those things on a daily basis, and I can measurably see how well I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And it, and it looks. Um, it looks very similar to what you described sort of at the beginning of this conversation, which is that sort of strategy, uh, ability, uh, process and character. So this piece that we're talking about right now is kind of the process. Yeah. This is like on a daily basis, what's the next actual step that I need to do to make, move me towards my goals? Well, it's really nice to define these things and put them on paper, but if I never work on like self-mastery, if I never work on like who am I as a person, if I don't work on defining like I thrive under discipline, I enjoy discipline. If I don't know that about myself, like I'm not going to be able to do these types of things. Mm -hmm. So it's about the character traits as well, being disciplined, being humble, being um, um, having grit because I'm not always successful, you know, getting knocked down and getting back up. So it's to me, it's still about the character traits and working on that first and foremost. And if I work on those, 
you know, I read a lot of Stoic philosophy and, you know, um, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what is the, the purpose of life and all this stuff and why am I here and what do I want to do with my life and who am I as a person? I work on all those things. And then through those character traits of the leadership I'm trying to do and not complain and being calm under pressure, from there I can work on the process and that process will provide me certain abilities mm -hmm. And those abilities will create certain strategies that I can take advantage of. Yep. So it looks very similar whether you're in the gym or out of the gym. It, to it me, just, a development, it's the development of a champion. Yeah. You define what a champion yep. is in your life, in your terms. You could be a champion mom. You could be a champion dad. You could be a champion salesperson. You could be a, a champion uh, philanthropist you, or champion CrossFit Games athlete. Yep. Love it. Leave it at that. Cool. Thanks, Pat. Awesome. Yeah.